In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. One of the very important titles about the Lord Jesus Christ that he called himself the door. He said, I am the door of the sheep. What does this mean that the Lord is the door? We know that the kingdom of heaven or the heavens and the paradise of joy were closed after the fall of Adam and Eve. And we were exiled from the paradise of joy and the door actually was closed. No one can enter into the paradise of joy. That's why all the righteous, before the incarnation of the Son of God, all of them, with no exception, went to Hades because the door was closed. So, in the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ, he came to open the door. But not only to open the door, but he himself became the door. What does this mean? This means the only way to go to heaven is to be united with the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are not united with the Lord Jesus Christ, you cannot go to heaven. Why is that? The Lord Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And since he is the Son of God, actually, his throne is in heaven. He became the Son of Man. And he took our humanity. In order to be able to be united with him, in order to be able to be one with him. In this oneness, number one, we will be called the children of God also. Because if we are one with the Son, then we are children. Yes, he is son by nature, but we are children by adoption because we believed in the Son of God. As we read in John chapter 1, all those who accepted him, they were given authority to be children of God. Not born according to the flesh, or according to the will of man, or according to the blood, but born of God. And since we are one with him, in his ascension, he entered into the heaven of heavens. So if I am with him, then in him I can enter into the heaven of heavens. I can enter into the paradise of joy. That's why in St. Gregory liturgy, we say, you raised my first fruit up to heaven. So, our first fruit is Jesus Christ. 
So as he entered into the heavens, all of us will be able to enter into heaven. In uh, the fraction of uh, bright Saturday, we describe that Jesus Christ entered into the heaven, the place to which actually no uh, no human being can enter. So no human being can enter into the heaven of the heavens. Uh, we say, you are the king of the ages, the immortal, the everlasting, the locus of God who is above all, the shepherd of the rational sheep, the high priest of the good things to come, who ascended into the heavens and has become higher than the heavens, he went within the veil to the holy place of the holies, the place into which anyone of human nature cannot enter. The place into which anyone of human nature cannot enter. Then we, as humans, we cannot enter. But continues and says, and he became a forerunner on our behalf. What does it mean he became forerunner on our behalf? He entered by his human body, the glorified body. So no one can prevent him from entering into the Holy of the Holies because he is the Son of God. His throne is in heaven. And now he entered by his own human body. So our humanity now is in heaven. So when we die, and in his second coming, when we go to heaven, nobody can stop us from entering into the place in which actually no human nature can enter. Why? Because Jesus, by his own body, entered. And I am one with him. So in him, I can enter into the heaven of heavens. And thus, actually, he is called the door. He is called the door because no one can enter into the heavens except him, except through him. Only through him. St. Paul explained this in two parts. In Ephesians, when he said, he seated us with himself in the heavens. Because now our human nature, our humanity is seated in heaven, in the throne of God. And in Romans 8, he said, if we are children, then we are heirs. Heirs means inherit the kingdom of heaven. But he continues, St. Paul, and says, heirs with Christ, only in Christ. That's why he who believes in the Son has everlasting life. 
But he who does not believe in the Son doesn't see life, but the rest of God come upon him. I hope this is clear because many people say uh, we know people who are good and who are uh, morally good, but they don't believe uh, in Christ. Can they be saved? The question, how can they enter into the heaven of heavens, the place in which no human nature can enter, how they can enter there without Christ? He is the door. He is the door. That's why he said, I am the door. Uh, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. All this, those who came and claimed to be the Messiah, the Savior, they are thieves and robbers. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, enters by me, he will be saved. So when we enter through him, meaning by him, believing in him, through him, we will have access to the heaven of the heavens and will go in and out and find Bashar. Another thing about him is the door. We read in the Gospel of St. John that uh, no one has seen the Father. And the word seen here means know the Father. No one has the knowledge of the Father. Then it continues and says, but the only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father has revealed him to us. So, no one knows the Father, but the Son actually revealed the Father to us. So, in order to have access to the Father and to know the Father, the only door by which you can get access to the Father is through the Son. No one can go to the Father except through the Son. So, meaning he is the door means that only through him we can know the Father. In Matthew chapter 11, he said, No one knows the Father except the Son. And to whom the Son wills to reveal. So no one can know the Father except the Son, and only those to whom the Son will reveal the knowledge of the Father. And who are these that the Son is willing to reveal the knowledge of the Father? Those who believe in the Son. So when we believe in the Son, as if we enter through the door into the Father. And now we can have access to the Father and to call him our Father. You know, anybody who is not baptized or he is not 
a member in the body of Christ cannot say the Lord's Prayer. Because the Lord's Prayer, we address God as Father. And no one can address God as Father except those who believe in Jesus Christ. And they can say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yes, anybody can, can, can say it. But only those who believe in Christ, those actually who will say it worthily. Calling the Father, calling God as our Father, is not something easy. And it has, to, we have to be worthy to say and to call God our Father. Listen to the conclusion of most of the fractions. Most of the fractions. Uh, we say at the end, purify us also our master from our sins, the hidden and the manifest. Purify our souls, our bodies, our spirits, our hearts, our eyes, our understanding, our thoughts, and our consciences. So we are asking purity for these eight areas. Why? That with a pure heart, an enlightened soul, and an ashamed countenance, and a faith unfeigned, and a perfect love, and a firm hope, we may dare with boldness, without fear, to pray to you, O God, the Holy Father, who is in the heavens, and say, Our Father. So, in order to call God your Father, this is not something easy. You have to be pure in your souls, bodies, spirits, hearts, eyes, understanding, thoughts, consciences, then you will be able to dare with boldness, without fear, to call God our Father. But who gave us this access to the Father, the Son? That's why he said, I am the door. I am the door. Nobody can enter into the heaven except through me. In the Old Testament, there was a veil separating the Holy of the Holies from the Holy. The Holy of the Holies represent the heaven, and the Holy represent the earth. And no one can enter into the Holy of the Holies at all, except the high priest. And the high priest cannot enter at any time. Only one day in the whole year, the day of the atonement, you can read about it in Leviticus chapter 16, only on that day he enters into the Holy of the Holies. Because there was enmity. But Jesus came and reconciled us with God the Father. That's why during his crucifixion, the veil was 
torn apart, which means the way into the holies were opened. Uh, St. Paul explained this beautifully in, in Hebrews, how the way to uh, the heavens are opened now. He says, In uh, chapter 9, that in the Old Testament, only the high priest went alone once a year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the people's sins committed in ignorance. Why? He cannot enter at any time into the Holy of the Holies. He's answering in Hebrews 9, verse 8, the Holy Spirit indicating this, that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. So you cannot enter into the holiest place, into the heaven of heavens. Then in verse 11 says, but Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands that is not of this creation not with the blood of goats and calves but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once for all having obtained eternal redemption uh, So, in this day, actually, the, the door into the heavens actually is, is opened. So, he elaborates more about this. In, in chapter 10, verse 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So now the door into the holiest is open. Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Through him, we can enter into the holiest place. By a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that's his flesh. So when we are united with his flesh, that is the new and living way. Through communion, now we can enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So this actually, the meaning that he is the door. He is the door means now we can enter into the heaven and now we can have access to the Father, access to the Father. So what is our reaction? Knowing that Jesus came to be the door and he opened the door for us. In Hebrews chapter 9, chapter 10, verse 22, he's saying, now we know the door is open, Jesus, 
Now we can enter into the holiest. Now we can have access to the Father. What we need to do? Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. The door is open. Come, enter, draw near with the assurance of faith. Yes, you have place in heaven. Don't fear little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The door is widely open now. Don't be afraid. Have faith that you will have place in heaven. Then he said, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed from with pure water. Repentance and baptism. Sprinkled, our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience and repentance. Because this place only the pure enter. So sprinkled by the blood of Jesus and also washed in the water of baptism. By the water of the baptism, by the tears of repentance, by the blood of Jesus, then we can enter, we have access. Then he said, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. We need to be steadfast in your faith. Don't waver. You need to hold fast what you believed in. Let people not throw doubt in your heart. Unfortunately, many people now became atheists and they have doubts about their faith. If you have doubt about your faith and you deny your faith, then you are risking your eternal salvation. You cannot enter through the door. So he said, number one, draw near. Come, the door is open. Come, enter. But to enter, wash your heart from evil conscience, repent, be baptized, and partake of his body and his blood to sprinkle your heart from evil conscience. Also, you need to be steadfast to your faith to the end. You, those who are endured to the end will be saved. Number four, verse 24, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So we encourage one another for good works and we love one another. Verse 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, like how we are meeting today in the divine liturgy. It's very important when the church is assembled all of us go and assemble with one another, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some. Some people start to avoid and skip going to the church together. But exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So now we know the door is open. God is telling you, I am the door. Now it's your choice whether to enter through the door or not. But to enter through the, through the door, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, repent, confess, take communion, stir one another for good works, don't forsake 
our assembly together, be steadfast in your faith. When you do these things, then actually you will enter the door and you will have inheritance with all the saints who have pleased God since Adam until now. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.